It's the Over 40 Shorty Podcast with your host, Tina V. Hey, this is Tina V, and I'm the Over 40 Shorty. Over 40 Shorty. We're going to talk about love, life, aging, pain. But I can no longer eat all the sugar and carbs and all that and expect to still maintain a decent looking body. Over 40 Shorty. Hormones, men, dating, friendships. I try not to judge my friends when they make decisions that I don't think I would if I were in that situation. Here's your over 40 shorty girl, Tina B. 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 Hey, everybody. This is the Over 40 Shorty Podcast with your host, me, Tina B. And I'm continuing the conversation with my girls, Deborah and Tanya. Both have been my friends for an extensive amount of time. We've been through a lot of things together. They've heard me cry. They've heard me yell. They've heard me laugh. They've heard me hug. They've seen me kiss. I love these girls to bits and um, this conversation that we're going to have today is I want to talk about something that I saw on the Red Table Talk um, Tanya and Deborah, you guys want to say hey 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 everybody so they, we all live in Georgia and we kick and we just talk about a lot of different things not only do we talk about things that happen to me and things that's happened to them we also kind of just ponder and discuss topics that we've heard elsewhere and this topic in particular is one that I heard on Jada Pinkett's uh, the Red Table talk do you guys yes. watch that i know deborah said you do what did you guys see the episode with will and jada and they were yes. talking about their marriage i did yeah oh you did that awesome. was wasn't it good it was awesome. so and like yes, it me was. as a single woman listening to them speak and talk about their marriage it i find those conversations so informative you know i think that they are so in touch with themselves yes and yes. in touch with what they want and and i I don't think I'm there. Sometimes I think I know what I want, but it changes. And I think that's what their whole evolution of their marriage is about. Do you guys yes, agree? Yes. Yes. I agree. But I believe I marriage changes, period, all the time. The it does. First five years. It, it does. Depending on what I, you I, yeah. I could agree. Yeah. What you go through, your age, different experiences that you have as you go through life. You grow and you just, as you grow. Yes. Yes. I like yes. that. Yes. Because Absolutely. both of y'all, Absolutely. both of you guys have, both of you guys have been married. So I know you, I'm talking to some experts here. I haven't ever been married. So I'm basically just hypothesizing, but I know that listening to them, that's a really good couple to follow and kind of get some insight on. And you know how they say relationship goals that that would be partially would be my relationship goal, as would it be with my friends and their marriages, because you guys have been married for a long time, Tanya. Right. How long have you been married now? 13. Tanya? 10 years. 15, 13, woo! Mm-hmm. And I'm about to be in that right. wedding. That's right. And then y'all gonna be in my yep. wedding. Yes, right. yes, yes. <laughs> speaking into existence. <laughs> speaking and speaking it, sis. Okay, so what in particular I wanted to talk about with that Red Table Talk was the second episode was when um, they were talking about how Jada was saying that she had to find her happiness and in order for Will, Will's happiness was in Jada finding her happiness right so they said they they get rid of they they don't call themselves married anymore they just say that they're in a I can't I can't remember the term they use the love connection or they're they're just basically devoted to each other they're life partners that is what you want to aspire to be and to have with your 
husband and wife team, that you guys are a team that you want to be devoted to each other and that you want to care for each other. They said that they don't use the word mirrors to describe their relationship with each other, that they set each other free to go out into the world. And I may be embellishing a little bit, but this is how I saw it, that they could just go and be who they wanted to be which would make themselves happy. And I I get that. And they said there's nothing that either one of them could do to make them separate from each other, that they're going to continue to love each other. They're going to be together and be their partners. Now, that's pretty open and it leaves for a lot of interpretation to me from us on the outside. I'm not sure if within their marriage, they brought it down more down to a detailed level. I'm not sure that will work for me. I definitely want my person, my husband, to be happy. I would like to think that I played a part in that happiness. But listening to that, to them talk, to speak about it, it was as if they just wanted to figure out what made them happy on their own and the other person not have any part of it. Did you did you guys get that? What did you guys get out of that? I'm going to take you for instance. For instance, Tina, you may at the first five years, you might love going to Florida, uh, Miami, Mm -hmm. um, maybe um, Myrtle Beach for vacation with your husband. Mm -hmm. Right. But after in 10 years, you may say, no, I want to go to Italy. I Mm want to go to Nigeria, you know, or something like that. Things would change. So I like the fact that they're trying to make make each other happy and spend 10 days with that person doing whatever that person wants to do and not complaining. <laughs> I agree, but I think but that made him happy though to have that house. She didn't want it, but it made him happy. And that's exactly That's what she was saying. She got to that point. That's what she was saying. Mm-hmm. But the thing about it, he was saying that he bought it for her. Yeah. Okay. And she was saying, no, you didn't. He bought it for her because it made him happy thinking that it was making her happy. But, but it was it really wasn't. making, he was really she doing said, it for himself. He was That's doing right. It for he himself. was really doing it for himself. Okay. He was really yeah. doing it for himself. But don't, don't you think that in a lot of relationships that we make that mistake that we do things for yeah. others that make us happy when, and we're, oh, yes. and, but we kind of put it up the facade, like we're doing it for them, but, right. but it's subconscious. Don't you agree? I don't think that I go and do something and just with the intention of thinking it's going to make me happy, but I definitely choose something for the other person that, right. It makes me happy. Is that what you guys are saying too? Mm-hmm. Yes. And Tina, just think about it. Not even in, I mean, that's in any relationship. Just you, for instance, you like doing different things, different adventurous things mm-hmm. for your birthday every year. And a lot of your friends are not like that. They rather sit and and watch the bird and, and bird watch or something <laughs> yeah. like that. But you like, you're an adventurous person. So we're going to do it because you like to do it. Yeah. Because it makes you happy to be adventurous and do different things for your birthday. So we're like, okay, we're just down for the cause. We're just going to do it because it makes you happy. Yeah. So and I do um, that too. It's not only in marriages. You do that. You do that in different relationships, period. Right. From Absolutely. Because it Across makes the, the other board. person happy. Mm-hmm. That's so true because I do that a lot. Like I go to a whole bunch of stuff that I wouldn't ideally want to do. But because my friend, it makes me happy though. If my friend is happy because they're doing something that builds me up. It might, we might be doing something I totally don't want to do. But because my friend is happy, it makes me happy. I'm like, right. okay, let's go. Let's, right. go. let's mm-hmm. go and do this. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And yes. so I get it. So would you say, okay, so they were also saying that there are no rules or expectations anymore. You know, they say a lot of this is based in fear. And I would agree with Jada 100% that the way that I look at this and the reason why I feel this way is 
grounded in fear. I would agree with her. But um, when they say no rules, no expectations, that you each of us are free to go and do whatever. Okay, let me say that again. Whatever they need to do to make them happy. So I don't 100% agree with that. From watching that, I got that they're, they're free and they're okay with it. They said even, so when they, so when Will says, I will do what makes you happy, even if I don't like it. That to me says things like, you can go and be with somebody else for the day because that's going to make you happy. And then you can come back to me and then I should learn to be OK with that because it makes you happy, even if I don't like it. I don't want to be with somebody who is OK. I don't like it. I don't like that. That scares but me. But that's the thing, though, Tina. Uh-huh. They know each other. They've been together all these years. She know what type of person Will is. She know he's not going to hop up one day and say, oh, I want to be with somebody else. Oh, I want to have sex with somebody Does else. She or um, something like that. For changing and I, growing, I think she, if you're changing and you're going and doing things that are not, you know, because they, they're very serious when when they were saying we're making our own set of rules. And I get them. I applaud them for their, for their relationship. In my relationship, though, fear is full-fledged. I ain't going for it. Nah, I need to know what makes you happy and what are you going to do. There's limits. There's limits. There's some limits and there's some rules. That's the thing. But that's in my relationship. I just wanted to know how y'all feel about that. And is that the key to happiness? Letting people run amok and do what you want to do. I mean, I feel like that would dilute the love that you have for me. If you got the freedom to go out and do stuff with other people that make you happy being with them people, then it's less happiness with me. So they did say that they go out and be with other people? No, they didn't. They weren't. Oh. Saying, they said there were no rules. So they oh, could. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'm going to say this. I think their love for each other mm-hmm. wouldn't allow them to. Okay. Exactly. Yes, yeah. that's what I was trying to say, Tanya. You, you hit okay. it on the head. Okay, okay. The love that they have for each other, that it's going to, even though they're not setting these ex- limitations on each other, they're going to set them within themselves simply because of how they feel about their right. husband or wife. And yes. because of this yes. family thing that they're trying to build. Because remember, his thing was, I wanted my family should look this way. Yeah. You know, all this stuff. And she actually made her own decision, as all of us women do. Yeah. All of us women do that. I'm going to be here uh, for him, whatever he likes. I'm going to be there to make sure he gets there and support yeah, him and have put my career day, all day up. Day, <laughs> day, day. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I get it. I, I, like me, I, I believe in certain things, like certain things that I would be okay with, I think, in a marriage that a lot of people don't think they could. Is I could be fine with Livy get a separate place than my husband. Like not all the time, but I would having a safe haven that we could go to a a she shed or something that I could go to. Oh, yes. Man cave that he could go to and have a separate, Mm -hmm. you know, time from each other. I think that would be needed. Now, again, I haven't ever been married. I don't know if that's because well, you guys have been married. So I guess I'm all right. You guys are agreeing because Mm -hmm. I, I just believe that sometimes you need to have your own space. And that's what they were basically talking about on the red table talk is when Jada had to go off and go and find herself or you know for however long and then he went and he let her and I get that but you know I do have I in my relationship I would have to have some level of some rules baby honey I, I don't know if I could just rely on you just having just your love for me because I can be something else 
<laughs> right, let me lose. I don't know what I might do. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I can be something else. And I know, uh-uh, you ain't going to, no, no, bruh, bruh. We have to set up some level of them because that makes me feel safe. And she's Jada's 100% right, again, that a lot of these expectations and rules that we set in our relationships, they start right. from fear mm-hmm. because, you know, you say you can't be out past three o'clock in the morning. Why? Simply because you, you believe that after three o'clock in the morning, you out doing something, you ain't got no business. I'm right. scared that you're going to be out there doing something, you ain't got no business, it's going to be pulling you further away from me. My thing is, it has to be an agreement. You know, that yeah. is something that they agreed upon um, and within their marriage. And uh, marriages just have to be, it has to be a mutual agreement where uh, we're going to do, th- this is how our marriage is going to work, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, so no marriages, no two marriages the are same. the same. True. So I, I just think it has to be an agreement as far as the roles that you play in a marriage. Um, all that. I agree. It, it just has to be an agreement. Well said. So when do you, so, so tell me this. So when do you, when do you set these rules or these guidelines for your marriage? Do you just, you deal, you, you, you develop them as you go along and you have a couple that, you know, are just that you talk about in the beginning and then you develop the rest as you go along and as you come to certain, you know, come in contact with certain situations. And I know it's different for different marriages. So I'm just going to ask you each, how do you set that up? So I'm going to start with you, Deborah. So how do you set up the guidelines within your marriage that you, your future marriage that you're going to have? So you guys have been together. What did you guys do? So it was just like as situations came about. Okay. So it's um, reactive. And we went through a lot of situations in a short amount of time. Uh-huh. And then, you know, as we decided, uh, as we got engaged, it was, um, okay, this is how it's going to work. Because I think a lot of marriages don't work because people have different, they all of a sudden put these different expectations. Once you get married, mm-hmm. even though you was doing something before you got married, they put um, an expectation on things. Oh, well, you need to be doing this, this, and now this. Now that we're married, I mean, you should be doing understand. this every day. Yes. But it was never yes. discussed. Yes. And okay. 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 I get it. It was never agreed upon. And this is, this is nothing that we agreed upon. So I think you have different situations as you're dating. And then when you get engaged, it just comes about, you just have an agreement. So it's situa- it's situationally and- you're saying, and, yes. and you kind of handle them kind of in a reactive manner. I guess that's true. I would have to say the same thing. I just want to, when you're dating people, you're just getting to know. And I think that's why dating a person is so critical. And, and what I would like to say is that being over 40 and dating is so different that I don't, you know, our toler- our tolerance level for BS is so low. Number one, Number two, we ain't fronting. We are, we know what we want. Well, we, you know, we kind of know what we want. We're fit. We're fit, figuring out our way, and we can sit down situationally and talk about certain things. Kind of like what I talked about on the couple of episodes ago about the whole car thing. Okay, that was a situation we're dating. I need to go on and tell him I feel some kind of way about this, and then kind of develop our plan of action based on that. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. So, Tanya, what about you? You've been married 13 years. What about you and you and your husband? How would you say that you guys handle, you know, with your, your rules, your set of rules and guidelines for a happy marriage for the two of you? The first thing is, you know, we went through marital counseling. So before we even got married. So there was a lot of things that. Um, were set then because I'd never been married, but I'm his second marriage. Okay. Um, And then as we go on, because again, when we got married, I was very independent. So there Mm were some things that I did, a lot of things that I did wrong because I was so used to being 
a single woman. So when I left out of the house, I might just leave and then just go to the store instead of letting him know that I was going to the store or I would, um, what was some other things? Um, just go buy stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, didn't check the account, didn't ask to say, you know, Hey, it you know how much I bought a Mercedes I today honey. I know right <laughs> <laughs> right <laughs> I hope you like it we can I both share like yeah you like my new Mercedes right you know just things like that without yeah. you knowing or um Ooh. yeah so it was just a now lot whose Mercedes is that in the um, driveway not I bought a Mercedes but who's yeah that in dri- oh that's mine right <laughs> <laughs> you don't even tell them yeah <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just stuff like that that you didn't even think would be a yeah. problem. Because I wouldn't even think about that when you said just getting up and going to the store. I'm like, right. I was supposed to say something. You got to let them know, you know, okay. one, because they're like, well, where are you going? But number two, now this is something that I found out about myself is that if you go into the store, I expect you to ask me, do I want something? Yes. So how is it that I could go to the store and just leave out? But the thing I, the type of person I am, I'm automatically going to pick you up something that I know you like. And I don't care if it was him or if it was y'all, you know? Yeah. Tanya, when I say I got an amen, because one of my friends, she just, she just recently got married and she said, um, she's one of my really good friends. She said, Deborah, that's what I always remember when I first got married. The fact that he, when he goes to the store, he always makes sure he brings me something back. Even if it's just something small, he always makes sure he thinks about me when he's in the store. Because I kind of told her that um, my, um, I had a situation where my ex didn't do that. You right. know, he would come back with things and it was like, uh, you don't, you're not thinking, I want to feel like you're thinking about me um, when you go in the store. Oh, exactly. let me pick her up a candy bar. Oh, let me pick her up a right. is that too minor that she though? likes. Or look, is that know, too minor to bring it, that up it, to somebody? It, it's not. No. Because I don't, no, I don't not, think it is. Am I being petty if it's I bring up something minor. like that? Okay, no. see, see I don't think not. so either. But some people would come and say that's petty because, but it, it shows, like you said, on a larger on a much larger scale that because you go to the store and you don't think to ask me ask me if I want something then you go somewhere major and you do the same thing and you're doing that selfish behavior Mm -hmm. to me so I'm glad you brought that up Mm -hmm. because you know there is some things that they consider petty but if it makes you feel some I don't care what it is if it makes you feel some kind of way and you thinking about it I feel like I should I have the right to say something Right. As, That's the thing. And I That's want them the to thing. too. It's making you feel some type yes, of way. Right. Because yes. I wanna be Absolutely. I wanna be one. I wanna be transparent. I wanna feel I wanna feel like I can come to you and say some stuff. Right. You know, and say how I feel. And don't minimize my feelings and make me feel like what I'm saying to you is petty or it's right. little it's little to you, but it's something to me. I'm like that you know what I mean? Yes. So I, I understand. Okay. Yes. Okay. So you you guys are absolutely I'm glad right. you said that time. That, that was a that was a very good that was a very good point. Very Even if I indeed. say I don't want anything and you see something that you think I might like, bring Just me something. Bring it. Exactly. Yep. You guys are listening to <laughs> I agree with you guys one hundred percent. You guys are listening to the Over Forty Shorty Podcast with your host Tina B. And I'm talking to my friend Tanya and Deborah and we're just talking about uh, the Red Table Talk and how Jada and Will were talking about how they um, handle their marriage. Would you agree that all expectations automatically set you up for failure or set your relationship up for failure by having certain expectations or do you believe that 
Um, you need a certain level of expectations to kind of keep your your relationship c- contained, so to speak. And I'm not trying to control, but containment is kind of a level of control. Well, yeah, to keep your relationship in control. Uh, for me, it's all about an, an agreement. You know, I expect this from you. Do you agree? It has to be a mutual agreement. What if they don't? If they don't agree, you have to decide if that's a deal breaker for you. And see, that's what they said. They said in their relationship, there are no deal breakers. You know, I want to play devil's advocate a little bit here. There, I think there are some deal breakers. What if Will went and killed one of the kids? You know what I'm saying? So there are some level of expectations. And I don't think they're saying that everything is all good. I, I think, think they're saying realistically. Yeah, because they, have, they have they already know what's going on in their, their relationship. So, Tanya, do you think that setting up expectations? So you don't agree either that setting up all expectations, setting up expectations is automatically setting, up, setting you up for failure? Or do you? Well, I'm going to say for me, it's needed for me. Because I'm that type of person that me too. <laughs> I wouldn't. I would be out all night with you all, eating at a movie and all that stuff, and come home at three o'clock in the morning and and be like, "Oh, what you upset about?" Right. But because I know that I'm not a cheater, because I know mm-hmm. that I'm not out there doing that type of stuff, and because of that, I feel that I could go out and do that, and it right. shouldn't be a problem. Right. But you also got to understand that other person, right. you know, too. So I think expect expectations will are needed for a person like me because sometimes mm-hmm. I'm a little too independent like mm-hmm. I said financially mm-hmm. I need to know curfew wise I think I need to know what can I do and what it is that I cannot do that's true that's true and that's not even from a level of control it's just about respect I think there's right. a certain level of respect you have to have Absolutely. for your other person mm-hmm. it's not even about control it's just like yes. if I know that doing xyz is gonna make my boo feel some kind of right. way I'm not gonna do it right mm-hmm. Period, point blank. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't make me happy to do it knowing that he feels this way about it. Right. You exactly. know, I guess we all agree. And I um, so I'm glad you guys helped me understand where Jada and Will were coming from with it. But we can all agree that there does have to be some level of expectation within right. the yes. confines of our relationships because we just them type of chicks. And we ain't going for it. That's right. <laughs> That's why y'all my sisters. That's, That's right. why y'all my sisters. So again, this has been a great conversation with you guys. And I appreciate and love you both for spending this time and talking with me as usual on air, off air, on the podcast, off podcast. I really love you guys and I appreciate you guys coming on my show. We love you too, T. Thank you for having us, Tina. Of course. And you know, later on down the line, I'm going to have something else to talk about on this podcast. But until then, you're listening to the Over 40 Shorty Podcast with your host, me, Tina B. You can follow me on Instagram at the Over 40 Shorty. Also, the Facebook page, which is the Over 40 Shorty Podcast. If you're interested in participating on this podcast and talking to me about a specific subject or just talking about anything, please feel free to email me at Tina B at the Over 40 Shorty.com. And as usual, be blessed. Thank you. The Over 40 Shorty. Produced and edited by Reggie Fine Virtual Studios, Dallas, Texas. Executive producer, Tina B. Catch all of the Over 40 Shorty podcast with Tina B. On iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, Facebook, and all of your social media outlets. The Over 40 Shorty. Part of the Tina B. Network.